The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to talk about the rise of chief revenue officers and the importance of RevOps to marketers. Joining us is Doug Bell, who is the CMO of Lean Data, which delivers modern revenue orchestration for today's growth leaders. Doug is also the host of our newly launched Revenue Generator Podcast, part of the I Hear Everything Network, and a longtime friend of the MarTech Podcast. Yesterday, Doug and I talked about the emergence of the chief revenue officer, and today we're going to continue our conversation talking about whether RevOps is a thing for marketers. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Doug Bell, the CMO of Lean Data and the host of the Revenue Generator podcast. Doug, welcome back to the MarTech podcast. Well, Grandma's happy to be back. <laughs> yes, yesterday I made the joke calling you Grandma. Really, all I wanted to say is you're in my world now, Grandma, because I've basically been on your podcast a bunch and you haven't been here in a while. But Doug, it's always a pleasure to have you on the MarTech podcast. It's good to be here. So look, when we started working together, you were the CMO of a company called Searchmetrics, an SEO company. And you were a traditional marketer working in the marketing space. And now you're a marketer working in let's call it revenue, RevOps, this sort of new area that connects sales, marketing, customer success. A lot of what you're doing is funneling the right data to the right place to make sure people are operating efficiently. Now, in marketing, we've had marketing ops for a long time. Honestly, I feel like most of the time when people are thinking about MarTech, they're thinking about the marketing ops function. How do I get Salesforce to talk to Marketo? How do I get HubSpot to talk to Pipedrive? How do I get HubSpot to talk to MixMax? Whatever it is. In my case, it's Pipedrive and MixMax. But there's this whole other wave of this ops that are happening that are basically turning marketing sales and customer success into revenue. So talk to me about what RevOps is and does it actually matter for marketers? The first thing I'd say is there's this idea of revenue ops as an umbrella way of describing mark ops, SOPs, CX ops. That's an umbrella term that's used a lot in the marketplace. I think what you're asking me, Ben, is, is this unified organization, operations organization, a real thing? And what is its potential for the market, and especially for marketers? So the first thing is, they both exist. And I think most commonly, people are using it a shorthand to describe all those different operations functions. However, for a lot of leading or bleeding edge organizations, 
they've actually combined these functions. It's typically, to borrow from our conversation yesterday about the CRO's office, it typically is about unifying that process people and data layer underneath a single banner where it reports these days, kind of all over the place, but it tends to report up to the CRO because they do have that singular view. So it's a thing in the sense that it drives, it's driving a new wave of process, if you will, singularity of process, but it's also causing a lot of organizations to take a strong look at their tech stack and how that stack is organized and how they're executing on that stack. And I will tell you, there's a little bit of a snippet here around how disjointed those stacks are that can tell you why RevOps exists. In other words, it's been a lot of investment but not a lot of commonality between how these different elements of the stack work together. I guess my big question here is, you know, I know the role of marketing ops. It's to help clean our data, to make sure it flows from tool to tool, that our segments are built, that we're building the right automations to send email triggers at the right place, right time, hopefully to the right person. It sounds like there are similar roles in every other silo in the organization, sales ops, CX ops. Now, is the idea that the marketing ops person is doing the same thing so they can go horizontally between the different organizations and now we're just calling them RevOps? Or is there a separate organization of ops people and each one in a scaled organization has responsibility for an individual channel? Is ops its own thing or are the marketing ops people just going horizontally? So you're talking about the maturity curve here. So the first step in the maturity curve or the first entry point is, what we described earlier, which is this idea of revenue ops as an umbrella term, but each of those organizations or those functions are reporting into different C-suite posts. I just described the second, which is to say they're all underneath the same manager, if you will. And I think the majority of the market that's kind of advanced at stage is in that place, the maturity model. That next level up, Ben, that's the, hey, there are no mops, ops, CX ops people. We're all rev ops folks, and we're no longer at silo. And I will tell you, I will expose a lot of what happens at Lean Data because at the end of the day, we have to drink our own champagne at Lean Data. We really are kind of the center of the RevOps world. And I would say we're at maturity stage number two, which is we have a unified RevOps organization. But each of the folks on that team, and these are amazingly talented people, they focus on SOPs, MOPs, and CX Ops. And part of the reason that's happening is because there's not a lot of connection between those tech stacks. Those tech stacks still tend to be separate. But I will tell you over time, we are going to be migrating to one where we have generalists and specialists. Those generalists would be based on, say, a flow. And the specialist would be based on a particular element in the stack. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. 
Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. It's interesting to me that at Lean Data, you've focused on the people first, that there is a unified operations team which can service all of the various departments in your organization, but the technology isn't necessarily flowing the data from end to end. The MarTech stack is still separate from the sales tech stack and the CS tech stack. What's the reason that the people are the first thing that you focused on, getting that to be unified, putting everybody in RevOps under the same umbrella before trying to weave the data and technology together? It's easier, right? It's easier to get people together. It's easier to say you're all working for the same manager. That's a step along the road. But underlying that question is an assumption, which is saying that we actually don't have all of these things connected. Guys, we do. And we're drinking our own champagne in a sense. At our core, we are an orchestration engine, a workflow engine that connects with third-party applications really well. And we call that lean data on lean data. It's not an advertisement for lean data, folks, sorry. But I would just say, from a maturity standpoint, as you look at how connected our, our tech stack is, it's really connected. It's well-connected, but that's using our own software as opposed to the fact that less than 10% of the market actually uses our software. There are a lot of companies out there using things like Workado, as an example, or workflow engines to make that happen. And I'd say that's that next level of maturity up is that they've recognized there's a lack of a integration or automation or orchestration layer, and they're bringing in workflow tools to do it. Yeah, I mean, I think the down market example of that is at the smallest level, you're using something like Zapier to bounce data from one system to another, maybe you go up a level and you've got kind of a hub and spoke system like a HubSpot where you've got this central repository for data that has some email and some CRM and kind of touches all the organizations, but they do a great job connecting with the other tools. And then you're talking about a truly unified system at the enterprise level. Yeah, but here's the thing. Another term with around cares about maturity models, right? It's just a way of marketers to just organize complex stuff. Let's talk about push and pull. What's happening right now is this is a pull effect. And we talked about it yesterday, right? We're talking about organizations, the whole idea of a startup, the whole idea of getting to profitability, the whole idea of getting to scale. This is no longer a mystery. A shortcut to that is having a unified go-to-market approach. That's the CRO's office. That's this conversation around whether the CMOs would be subsumed. That's a pull. Same thing's happening with revenue ops, which is to say a company has hundreds of thousands, in some cases, millions of dollars invested in stack, and it hasn't moved the needle. So the pull here is to say, we need this investment to work better for us. And what's trailing along is this idea of rev ops. So I've worked at companies, you mentioned one of them recently, Search Metrics, where these things are incredibly siloed. And to get stuff done was a major undertaking. If you have that combined, and you're able to actually pull through processes as opposed to going department to department to asking, you have a leg up on competition. So 51% of all the companies we talk to in the survey are having trouble growing. What is your advantage in the marketplace? Well, it's not going to be outspending your competitors. Maybe it's out automating and out connecting your competitors. And that's RevOps. 
So talk to me about what this means for marketers. At the end of the day, we've got this sort of universal operations function focused on driving more revenue. They're not just focused on marketing. Is this changing our KPIs? Is it meaning that we have to change our stack? Is RevOps just taking the automation that we've been building and helping the rest of the organization do similar things? What does it actually mean for marketers at the end of the day? Well, the first thing is, let's all be happy, marketers. Let's be excited. Because I will tell you that your foundation is rotten to the core if you're not confident in your tech stack. And if you have a RevOps function, even if it's maturing in the sense that all people are now working under the same umbrella, they're going to have a singular view in terms of people processing data, but also that's that automation layer that you so desperately need. So celebrate marketing. In terms of metrics, I don't think this is going to change the metrics that are out there. I, I think, frankly, the external forces that are going to change your metrics are more likely to be, if you change your go-to-market model, a good example would be if you decide suddenly to jump in and be a product-led growth organization, or if you're one of the many, many organizations out there addressing account-based strategy. That's much more likely to drive a change in metrics and measurement, if you will. All right. So I guess no news is good news for marketers. We've done something right with our marketing automations. Maybe we could be a lead for the rest of the organization, but our KPIs are staying the same. So I'll leave you with this last question. It's the first one I asked. Is RevOps really a thing for marketers? If it's not, you better go get you some. All right. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Doug Bell, the CMO of Lean Data and the host of the Revenue Generator Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about Doug, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Market Advocate, or you can visit his company's website, which is leandata.com. Also, you can listen to Doug's podcast, the Revenue Generator Podcast at revgenpod.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.